Okay, hello everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in to our third squad pod of the 2023 Senior Men's Six Nations. I'm Reese. I'm joined by Ed and Mikey, and we're going to give our thoughts on the Wales and England squads for this weekend's fixture. We are bringing you this on our lunch break, so we're on uh, strict schedules. We'll be staying on topic, boys, yeah. and we'll be back early yeah. next week to discuss the new six-year agreement. Right. Let's make a deal. If we can get through this in under 30 minutes, then Wales will beat England. All right? Yes. <laughs> cool. So let's let's go for this uh, team position by uh, position then. Uh, a back three of Halfpenny, Zamet and Adams with Liam Williams and Dyer dropped. Uh, Mikey, are these the right calls as far as you're concerned? No, I think uh, Dyer should have, st- they should have stuck with Dyer and moved Adams to full back. I think that's the way forward for Wales. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, how, how do you feel about that uh, point of view, Ed? He has been calling for this uh, Adams to fall back, I think, since we started this pod. Since we started, pretty pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> I am going for Dyer. Not surprised by her, um, by Liam Williams. Uh, yeah. I think I think for whatever reason, his head doesn't seem to be in it at the moment. Uh, he's making mistakes more more than he used to. Uh, I think he's he haven't been in it for a long time, I don't think, no. since coming back to the Scarlets. But yeah, I think um, yeah, like I say, gutted for Dyer. I don't think he's done anything wrong. I guess it's just a case of third best winger available. I, th- I think you're right. Um, I, I'll be very keen to see then if Halfpenny actually makes it through the warm up and into the uh, starting fifteen. Because <laughs> because Tompkins is on the bench, but we'll come to that after. Yeah, I, I, I imagine there are <laughs> contingency plans for maybe. Oh. Uh, a travelling reserve of Liam Williams, and maybe Gatlin just wants to get a look yeah. at uh, Halfpenny. But there we go. All right, so then we've got a very green centre partnership of Hawkins and Grady with North dropped. Ed, it's a first cap for Grady. You've been keeping an eye on him this season with Cardiff. Uh, what do you think he'll bring? Um, I kind of feel like young George North bursting on the scene. Um, very strong, fast, upright <clears throat> runner who has more 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 strength than you would probably think when you first look at him um so probably not i think and most Cardiff fans are going to be stoked to see him starting but probably not in the game they would have wanted yeah yeah so uh mikey uh, do you think it might be a bit soon for him a, a debut against england in cardiff in the six nations it's a tough one i don't think it's too late to check out too early to chuck anyone in against England, particularly <laughs> like looking at Mesa Green. You know, it's a, it's a game we thrive on like, as a as a as as an in, as a professional rugby player. You know, being getting your, and getting your first cap as well and on in such a game, Six Nations derby, unbelievable. What a what a way to, to, to jump into it. But um, I do think there was place this weekend for um, Kieran Williams. Interesting. I guess two centres on debut would have been a lot to ask, mm, but. Um, Joe Hawkins isn't far ahead of him, ahead of the ahead of him, I, I suppose you could say mm. he's got infinity times more caps, though, because well. he's more than, more than zero. So, uh, mm. <laughs> but. Yeah. There we go. Uh, right. I, just incidentally, I was um, looking at Mason Grady and Corey Allen, you know, their, their brothers uh, last night, and I found there's actually a third brother Ooh. who's seven foot tall and played basketball for Wales. So, get him in the row. Get get him in the row quick. So yeah, Grady isn't even the biggest of the uh, of the brothers there. Unbelievable. Right. Yeah. So a new halfback pairing then of uh, Williams and Williams. Bigger dropped. Mikey Thomas lucky to keep his place. That's three games in a row now. Um, 
it's it's hard to disrupt that kind of position. I think, given given the way the rugby have gone so far, mm. um, I think with 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 some players, I think you you've got to have that consistency, and I think nine is one of them. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if he might actually be Gatlin's first name on the team sheet at the moment. He's uh, he certainly seems to be getting there. Yeah, it's um it may well be the incumbent, but who's coming behind him? Kieran Hardy, as we said, it may not be the finished article, and mm. Reese Webb is second choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe so. Uh, Ed, then Owen Williams in for bigger. Her bigger demoted to the bench. Is is that the right call for you? Um, I think so. Um, surprising more than anything because it, it's almost like you know whenever we've done this guest the Wales twenty three, you always you always got to remind yourself go with what Gatland will pick, not with what you would pick. And it's yeah, always hard, isn't it? <laughs> he's ripped up that rule book, and today he's gone with what I would pick, not what Gatland would pick. <laughs> and um, I think uh, I'm I'm excited to see Owen Williams start. I think he des- he's deserved his chance with his performances for the Ospreys so far. Um, surprised because I think Patchell did nothing wrong, and it seems a bit odd for Owen Williams to have been dropped completely for Scotland, but then brought straight back in to start against England. It's it's, it's you know it's it's an odd sort of circumstance for that to happen, uh, but. Yeah, good on him. I'm excited to see him get get a starting role, get his hands on you know on the reins, and uh, go from there. And I think the whole new partnership with him, him and Thomas, would be interesting. Yeah, I and I think partnership's important. I think it's the right pairing. So I think we've said in the past it, it should either be Webb and Bigger or Williams and Williams. Mm. So uh, yeah, I, I I'm sort of happy with it. I just wish it was like against I don't know. Somebody who we would almost certainly beat, so we can just have a proper look. But who uh, who would demand it? Like yeah. 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 even Poland would give us a game yeah. at the moment. Yeah. You know? I think um, I think so. Okie dokie. So we've got a front row lads of Thomas Ken, our captain, and Tommy Francis. It's kind of beefy. Uh, Win Jones is out the twenty three, and Dylan Lewis has dropped to the bench. Ed, is it the right call to go for the heft early doors? Do you think? Uh, yes, especially against a very strong England front row as well. Um, I'd say this is probably our strongest scrummaging front row we have available. So um, yeah, I think I agree. I I think a uh, good call. Um, I am gutted to see Leon Brown dropped out again. Um, uh, I know I'm probably a bit biased, but. Um, and I guess Dylan probably has better scrummaging, but I don't know, see, because even then Dylan's not been scrummaging the best. And I think I think yeah. Leon offers more around the park. But then on the other hand, Dylan is a very good uh, jackler over the ball. Yeah. So <laughs> so much to think about yeah. like, in in, in yeah. it, when you got players now scrummagers, front rowers, when we're doing more than just scrummaging, ambling from scrum to scrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think. Uh, on that, the the jackal seems less important in international rugby than it has in previous years as well. So I'm wondering if that point of difference really doesn't matter anymore. It's like having a nice haircut, maybe you know. <laughs> yeah, you are right. Like I think you 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 made that point um, to us recently about the, sort of the lack of importance of jackaling at international rugby. And since then, I've kind of been thinking about it, and they seem to be a lot rarer in international games, and they don't seem to have the momentum well i mean sometimes they can like if you've been you know cemented on your five meter try line and you finally get a turnover then that's a good momentum swing but 
they yeah. seem to very rarely do players seem to go for a turnover in international for a counter attack. It seems to be let's play for the penalty and get yeah get territory. Yeah. Whereas club guess, rugby is guess, more like rip it off the ruck, get it to yeah. your back, counter attack. You get, you get six players around the ruck clapping and jeering yeah. at the ref, and then uh, and then the penalty comes. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's got 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 a bit to do maybe as well with the potential of like knee injuries, and I think there's a lot of I mean, if. if if someone jackals um, or goes to jackal and gets crocodile rolled, then sustains a knee injury like Jack Willis did yeah. a couple of years ago, um, you know that's going to go to back to review, really, isn't it? For, for dangerous play, and yeah, the player totally. I think who, who's doing the crocodile roll or trying to clear someone out, and where the injury comes, then I think that's there's more danger there than um, actually uh, competing for the ball. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mikey, then, any thoughts on Wynn Jones being dropped and Dylan Lewis being demoted? I guess uh, we've, we've chatted about Lewis. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's a circumstance of... I'd like to think it's a circumstance of game time. Like, you know, Wynn Jones had, what, 20 minutes for the Scarlets. And, you know, he hasn't, he's not the Wynn Jones we know from from the Lions tour. Yeah. And I think that's um, probably been the matter for this game in particular. I mean, another game, I'm not so sure, but this is a... This one's got a little bit more on t- on top of it than the other games, just purely for what for the game itself. Okay, um, so then it's a cosy, familiar partnership at lock with Alan Wynn Jones and uh, back into the twenty-three and Beard retained. Jenkins demoted to the bench. Mikey, are those the right calls for you? I, th- I think so. Um, and again, it's it's game specific. I know uh, David Jenkins plays a lot in England. You need to have that knowledge around the players themselves but I think um, this one counts for international experience I think yeah and I, I mentioned this to a pal the other day that like it's kind of swings and roundabouts right for every Welsh player who knows an England player that's another Welsh player the England players know so yeah. it's not as you know it's not necessarily one way traffic there yeah. no no it's and, and they do their homework don't they I mean like both both sides they've been sat in front of like you know listening to the podcast they're in front of laptops looking at looking at players teams plays etc and you know they it's part of the game these days, isn't it? No, you're right. And, and if any of the England analysis team are listening, I just want to say, like, what you've got to watch out for with Mason Grady is he's like this really small, slight, sidestepy sort of, you know, live wire. That yeah, the, absolutely. The, yeah, you give, you know, he's you don't have, you don't have to tackle him low. Is what I'm saying. You know, he's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you run you run with that the. Uh... The, the analysis, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go on, boys, you run with that. <laughs> okay, and then Ed, is is this a bit harsh? Harsh then on Reese Davis to be dropped entirely from the twenty three? Do you think? Uh, if it was anyone but England, I'd probably say yes. Um, but I thought Dav Jenkins showed enough to keep his spot. Um, if you've got, you know, a rearing coiled spring. Alan Wynn Jones ready to go, then you're not gonna not pick him. And Aaron Beard, I think, is just con- is is at the moment just consistent enough to retain his spot. So, for me, I think if I was picking the team, they were the three I would have gone for. Um, but I think you're right. I would like to see um, more of Reese Davis. The 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 tight five is pretty beefy, isn't it? I mean, that might help some of the greener backs, perhaps. Yeah, totally. I think I think you've got a point there. I think, um, yeah, that's a good good tight five that are experienced but good at what they do as well and Owen yeah. Williams I think will have a bit of a not not much an armchair ride but certainly an, an easier ride on a powerful front five off the back of a set piece yeah 
So in the back row then, uh, Jack Morgan's out of the 23 completely. No injury news come out to the squad, so I wonder if that is a, ch- a choice or an injury. Uh, he's been tried at 6 and 8, arguably not in his best position of 7. And that's left us with Shinzer at blindside, Tipperick at open side, and Falato at 8. Um, Ed, it, it seems kind of balanced, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you've got the out-and-out athlete of Shinza, who's still a raw talent uh, and proved himself against Scotland. And then you've got the ever-consistent quality of Falatau and, and Tipperick. I mean, I know I know people were a bit, uh, you know, not, not too impressed with their displays against um, Ireland. But... Um, I just think you can't not pick them based on that one one game. Uh, so yeah, as, as a back row goes, I think yeah, very very balanced and very athletic. I, th- I think on paper it's our it's our best available back row. Yeah, um, yeah. With Morgan probably close to Tipperick, which brings me on to my next question for you, Mike. Is it harsh on Morgan? We haven't actually seen him play start at seven for Wales yet. Yeah, I think um, I think it is. Uh, look at our back row. Yeah, like I said on paper, it's probably the best back row we've got available. But um, back row, I think, is a position of form rather than uh, in, in some cases. And I would have liked to have seen a bit more youthful exuberance in the back row rather than sort of a safe and solid tips and falato. Unfortunately, I think you know, at the moment is you know in the squad as a whole there's a lack of depth at eight, and like we mentioned that before. Um, but I think Tipperick at seven, like we've said, is he is he there anymore? Yeah, yeah. Okie dokie. Um, I I guess that that sort of pack, it's a, it's a no excuses pack. Like if that pack doesn't perform, that's got to be the, some of the older guys' last chance. I think you know it's England in Cardiff in the Six Nations. You had a couple of weeks off. They've got to bring it. Otherwise, I think we'll see serious consistent change from now on. Yeah. Okie dokie. If we go onto the bench then, um, we've got a Cardiff prop pairing of Kari and Lewis to come on. Lewis replacing Brown. And Mikey, finally you get to see Bradley Roberts. Are you uh, happy with that? <laughs> praise be. Praise be. But yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think at the moment, I think him being right behind Ken, is, is he's on his coattails kind of thing. And um, I think we need to see a bit more, bit more of him this weekend. A good 30, 25 to 30 minutes worth. Um, if the message coming off out of the change room is Ken gives a good first half and a, and then leads in for for Bradley Roberts coming on the second half, then I think that's the way forward. Mm-hmm. Got to put a bit of pressure on Ken, like because he's not going to be there forever. If um, things didn't go to plan and Ken Owen gets injured in uh, the first ten minutes and Bradley's playing seventy minutes, so how would you feel about that? I'd be pretty happy with that because he's he's a live wire. He's like Ken of old, getting around. <laughs> Um, with 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 the energy that yeah. he brings, he's um he's he's gonna be like you know with that with that orange mullet, <laughs> he'd be like a comet firing <laughs> round the place. Yeah, excellent. And Ed, is this a little bit harsh on Scott Baldwin? Um, I mean, I don't think he did anything wrong against Scotland, but I also thought it was harsh on Roberts that Baldwin was picked ahead of him for Scotland. So. I think um I think you know maybe this is Gatlin still trying to work out what he wants to take to the World Cup. Uh mm. and so he may have always planned to put Baldwin as sub against Scotland and have Roberts as sub against England. 
Um, but yeah, I think we'll get a good sixty from Ken, and then a fiery twenty from Roberts. And um, I think yeah, it'd be it'd be good. I'm looking forward to seeing him come on. I, I'm I definitely right. like the more I've seen him play for the Dragons, the more uh, impressed I've been with him. Okay, so a, a fiery as a performance as his mallet, maybe. <laughs> then um, we've got Dav Jenkins and uh, Tommy Raffle rounding out the forward replacements there. Um, Ed, it looks like maybe at some point we'll see a straight swap of Revel for Revel Raffle for tips. Uh, yeah, I was trying to work it out in my head like what possible combinations we could have with that sub and that back row, and I'm just trying to think. I reckon there's going to be a, an eighty from two of that back row. Uh, and the only logical option for Raffle, who's an out-and-out seven, is to re- straight swap with tips at some point. So it'd be quite uh, interesting to see when that happens as well. Because I think Raffle needs the time to come into this game. And obviously, with Mikey alluding to earlier, him being a English-based player, I think he's going to be chomping at the bit to come up, come on and sort of start getting one over on his mates, as it were. Definitely. Awesome. Uh, Mikey, who do you imagine that uh, Dav Jenkins is going to be replacing on the weekend? Ooh. <laughs> I, I got a feeling it's going to be Alan Wynn. Purely, okay. I think, like we've said before, there's a few players for us who are, who are on the last. And I think Alan Wynn would need a, would need a vintage game yeah. to, to, to stay on for the full 80. Um, yeah. Or an injury to um, Touchwood, an injury to hmm. um, Adam Beard. Makes decisions easier, or makes decisions yeah. for the coaching team. The coaching team. I mean, in the event of certain injuries and certain combinations, that I've been too lazy to figure out. Um, you might see a finish in back uh, second row of Shinzer and uh, yeah. Jenkins, and I and wouldn't a be sort of mishmash back row of whoever's left. Do you know what? I, I wouldn't be disappointed with Shinzer and Jenkins in the second row. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, sorry, go on, Maggie. No, I was say I think he's like you know that athletic player. Yeah, is Shinzer. Yeah. Which I think if you've yeah. got four players on the pitch playing with the athletic prowess they, they possess in, of, of back mm-hmm. rowers, I think that's that's the way that's what I see. Chun- Interesting. Okay, finally the backs. Um, Hardy replacing Webb as substitute scrum half. Bigger demoted from the starting fifteen at the expense of Patchell. And Tompkins and a 23. So I'm going to do two questions for Ed, and then I'm going to come on to Mikey. Ed, halfbacks. Uh, harsh on Webb. Hardy has played well against England before, though. Um, yeah, I think... Um, I guess with Webb's cameo appearance against Scotland uh, and his sort of decision-making at times is, is very questionable, Um. I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking this is possibly Gatlin taking a chance to look at his probably what will be his World Cup pairing in in what's going to be a difficult game, but at home. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, I do kind of like Hardy. I feel like when he whenever he has played, he's been quite consistent. Um, yeah. I don't think he's really ever had a bad game for Wales. He, he might never have had a world-class game, but I, I don't know. I, I thought that 2021 campaign, he looked pretty decent. He, maybe Gatland can get the best out of him. Yeah, maybe he can. And um, I think uh, yeah, you know, he, he's, he's nippy and he's terrier-like in his approach. And I guess he's a bit quicker surface um, with service than probably both Thomas yeah. and Webb. 
And uh, I guess bigger then will be rearing to go from the bench and no room for Patchell either, Ed. What do you make of that? Yeah, um, going for Patchett, uh, you know, I, I think he's he's still coming back from obviously a long time off. Um, I, I, you know, I don't, we, he'll definitely feature again. Uh, be interesting to see uh, what sort of mood bigger is coming off the bench. Um, you know, Williams and bigger could be the new Anscombe and bigger. And hopefully now with with him coming on for potentially Williams, there's the chance of him being a coiled spring and just let loose and <laughs> yeah, raging. I can see it. I can see yep. it coming on and having an absolute storm. Yeah, totally. Right, finally, Mikey, the moment you've been waiting for. <laughs> oh, no. The return of Tompkins. Now, you've got 45 seconds for your thoughts, and I will start the clock now. Oh, dear, where do I begin? Um, I think it's a, personally, it's a backward step. Because I think it's... Um, we don't even know what he does anymore, do we? We've seen everything I think he's got to offer and we learn no more about him than the 25 caps he's already possessed. If I was Gatland, I'd be having a call and saying, look, but we've had enough. Take it three years now and see what Steve Bothwick can do with him in the next round of World Cups. Turn up. Okay. And there's, you know, you've got up, oh, he's uh, he's frozen there. His, his oh. bandwidth couldn't uh, <laughs> couldn't couldn't, couldn't quite couldn't, take a hammer. Yeah, couldn't couldn't handle the steam <laughs> right. coming off his head. <laughs> well, Mikey, you'll be pleased to know that we've we've got uh, Tompkins on the line now to uh, to come back. <laughs> Hi, Nick. <laughs> right. I, I actually see it. See, I think um, with that such a young centre partnership, I think you have to have experienced cover on the bench, and Gatlin's going to want to have a look at him. I mean, you you can't be getting rave reviews at Saracens and the shit. So yeah. I don't know. I, I I feel like the coaches must be seeing something that that we aren't. So I don't know. I mean, I, I... oh, can we discuss this? Can we discuss this further yeah, later, date? Right. <laughs> so that, that's 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 our twenty three in some detail. Um, I'm going to quickly go through the England twenty three for, for some semblance of balance. But yeah, we're not going to go through it, this in any more detail than just who's playing where. Um, so back three of Freddie Stewart, uh, Max Malins, and Anthony Watson. The return of Watson. Uh, centre partnership, Ollie Lawrence and Henry Slade. Van Poorfleet and Farrell are the halfbacks. Uh, front row of Genge, Jamie George and Sinkler. Uh, Maru Atoje and Ollie Chesham in the second row. And a back row then of Lewis Ludlam, Jack Willis and Alex Dombrandt. I think um, Ludlam's had a great succession so far. Yeah, totally. And then repl- replacements then, uh, Jack Walker, Marco Vanapola, Dan Cole, Courtney Laws... Ben Curry, Alex Mitchell, Marcus Smith, and Harry Arundel. Um, Ed, any just broad thoughts on how England are looking? It's, it feels kind of settled apart from the, the fly half stuff, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, it's it's a shame that we're their next opponents after them finally nailing down a consistent and mm. effective centre partnership. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Yeah. Um, uh, uh, thingy. Oh gosh, I can't remember his name now. Um, uh, Joe Marchant was it? The centre. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was amazing against um, Italy, and I, I, you know, he and Slade and Farrell just at ten. It you know you compare it to what I was Williams, Hawkins, Grady. Yeah. I think they've probably seen yeah. that and being like yes. You know, oh, totally. yeah, yeah, chomping yeah. at the bit. However, though, you know, 
as, as much as someone's new is, is an unknown as well. So it'd be very interesting to see that battle. Um, mm. I feel England are settling a lot quicker than we are uh, with the new yeah, coaching setup. So. Um, uh, but yeah, to be honest, um, pretty, pretty meaty, pretty tough looking squad they've put together there. Awesome. Okay, um, Mikey, I'll come to you first. Head and heart, who's oh. winning? <sighs> Have we got to? <laughs> <laughs> um, but both are saying the wrong side of the bridge today. Unbelievable. Uh, can you do you want to give a scoreline prediction or a lots? to not so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, same questions for you then. Ed, Ed uh, head, yeah, head, heart, and scoreline. Um. Well, ahead, England. Uh, heart. Oh, yeah, fuck it, Wales. <laughs> After the turmoil yeah, uh, of the strikes <laughs> and the whole uh, contract yeah. situation, a nice, fresh, new-looking back line, uh, beefy, experienced pack. Uh, they're just going to come out of the blocks, going to absolutely turn England over, and just going to be one of the most classic Six Nations games uh, of history. I think I agree with your heart there. Uh, my heart agrees with your heart. I think it's, it's the script is there for like the ultimate shaggy dog retribution oh. story. My head totally disagrees. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna, so my head's scoreline is England by at least fifteen. My heart is. Is that all? Yeah. My head is uh, Wales by one. Uh, Dan bigger penalty to win it at the end. Um, I forgot to give you my scoreline when I was getting passionate by my heart. Um, yeah, head. I'm thinking like a thirty odds to low low teens. Uh, heart. I'm thinking like a scrappy sort of twenty two twenty victory. Turnover. Yeah. Turnover it's, it's on good. our five meter line. Kick into touch by bigger match done. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, I think all the will in the world. Everyone in the country wants Wales to do a job, but I think we got to stop laying ourselves at some point. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, then, Mikey, you you had a shout-out to finish. Yeah, a little bit of shout-out to the boys. Um, tonight uh, is the Glogan Federation Young Farmers Clubs uh, annual Brains Trust competition. And I've been involved with a few other friends uh, coaching the team, and we got two teams competing here tonight for Get I uh, just want to say good luck to the teams with uh, Reese, Hugh, Charlotte and Emily, and Kai, Will, Ed and Emily. Not me. Sorry, Eleanor. Eleanor, not you, Ed. No. Uh, Eleanor, <laughs> sorry, apologies. Um, yeah, good luck, team. Go and smash it. You'll do really well. And I'll see you yeah. later. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Right then, boys. You'll be pleased to know we did come in at under 30 minutes. We're Woo! currently at uh, 26.54. So with that, I will say thanks for joining in. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week with our post-mortem, I guess. Come on, Wales. So, yeah. Yeah, goodbye. Go on, boys. Forbidden.